Welcome to the Power to Podcast audio course, where you're going to learn how to make, market, and monetize your very first podcast to attract your ideal client, share your story, and help hundreds with your message without being a techie or producing any bad content. If you want more with every single episode, go to powertopodcast.com. I'm your host, Brandon Stover, and let's get started. Today, we're going to talk about setting up master file templates and creating an organization system for yourself so that you can make podcasting super easy for you. And all you have to do is load things up, hit the record button and start recording your voice and getting your story out there. So the very first thing that we're going to look at is setting up a template file. Now, a template file really saves you time from having to re-enter, you know, the same settings that you're going to have with every episode or re-putting in elements of the podcast that will stay the same and consistent from each episode, such as your intros, your outros, your music, those sorts of things. So today's goal is really to talk about setting up a template for yourself. And then in the resources uh, section, we're going to have um, some videos that show you um, how I set up a template in Adobe Audition for my podcast. Now, some recommended things to have in your templates are number one, a hard limiter. So there's usually an option in the effects tab or something in your recording software that allows you to put a hard limiter on. And this limits the level of noise for all the audio that you have in the tracks of your podcast. And so inside the software, you're going to see that you can have different tracks. So you might have, you know, your content that you're recording, that's your actual voice, then you might have your intro, you might have your outro, and then you might have music for that. When you put the hard limiter on, it allows all of the audio to never go above a certain point. So if, you know, your music all of a sudden is really loud, it's not going to go over the limit that you set for the hard. The second thing to have is a option called match loudness. So this ensures all audio tracks sound the same when played through external speakers. So you might have you know, your voice that you're recording, you might have your guest recording. When those are played through speakers, say in a car or in earbuds or something, the level of those audios come out the same. So you don't have one person that's really, really loud and then one person that's really, really quiet. The third thing I recommend setting up in your template is naming your template tracks and having separate tracks for each item. So you would have a track for you, the host. This is going to be your spoken word. You'd have a track for your guest. You'd have a track for your music, for your intro, for your outro, and then having a master track where you can put effects on that really affect all the other tracks. And the reason to separate these out is so it makes it really easy for you to mute certain things that you may not want and for you to be able to visually edit a lot faster. So the software is not scary. It's not hard. And it's actually very easy. And once you set this template up, it's done and ready to go every single time. Now let's talk about organizing your files in some sort of system for your podcast so that you can move through things a lot faster. Every You know where everything is. And it creates a consistent um, pattern for you to be doing when you're recording your podcast. Now, I recommend setting up a Google Drive with the organization system for your podcast, um, because this is going to allow you to have everything up on the cloud if your computer ever crashes, as well as if you're sharing 
some files with the guests that you may be having on an interview podcast, say social graphics or anything like that, then you can easily share a link from your Google Drive for that. So a really uh, great way to organize this is by creating a main folder in your Google Drive and calling it podcast. And this is going to house everything that's related to your podcast. And then having a couple folders inside of that called episodes, graphics, and maybe a how-to section. And so inside the episode, you're going to have each of the episodes that you create, plus any graphics or social media share things that go with those episodes. And then inside of the graphics folder, this would be where you're going to place things like your cover art or your logos and things like that. And then a how-to section may be where you place some checklists for yourself, which we'll go over in a moment. So that you know the process that you're going to take every single time that you record a podcast. So now when you start recording your podcast, I recommend creating a pre-edit, a main and a post-edit checklist for yourself. So that you have a consistent thing that you do every single time when you're editing, as well as you don't forget anything when you're going through the process. So some things that you might include on a pre-edit checklist is recording an episode specific intro, recording an episode-specific outro, if they're different than your normal intro or outro that you have for your show. Define a beginning audio snippet. So this is often, you know, talking a little bit about what the episode's going to be about before that intro music runs. Creating an episode title, creating the episode summary, adding links for the show notes, uploading podcast files to the Google Drive, So all of the, you know, raw audio files that you would have. Then you have a main checklist for yourself while you are editing. And here's some basic things that you can put that into. So first thing on the checklist to edit the audio file, add the final MP3 file that you export into your Google Drive folder, then adding that MP3 file to your media host, which we will go into in later episodes of what the media host is and which ones to be using. Adding a title for that episode, adding the summary for that episode, adding the show notes for that episode, creating any social media graphics using an Adobe program template, uploading those graphics to the Google Drive creating a web page for that episode and scheduling that web page to come out at the same time as the podcast release. A post-edit checklist for your episode may include scheduling out social media posts, scheduling out an email blast, double-checking that the episode goes live um, at the correct time, and scheduling an email to the guests, including blog and graphics and those sorts of things. Again, these are just sample checklists that you may set up for yourself. When we go into uh, recording and editing our very first sample episode, you're going to write down the steps that you take so that you have a checklist for yourself. And I will include sample versions of these checklists in the resources. Today, we covered what a master file template was and how you can begin creating one for yourself. And we also covered how to set up an organization for yourself so you can make the process of recording a podcast and keeping it organized really easy for you. The last thing I recommended doing was creating a checklist for yourself. 
that you can use every single time you go through the recording process so that you don't forget anything as you record your podcast episode. Our activity today is to go ahead and set up that master template for yourself and get an organization system that works for you. Thank you for listening to the Power to Podcast audio course. To get everything you need to make, market, and monetize your podcast, including tutorials, resources, templates, coaching, and even a private community of podcasters just like you, then visit powertopodcast.com and join today. This course was produced by Plato University, where students turn passions into purpose and learn skills to change the world. Learn more at plato.university.